Hi, I'm Mark from Minneapolis. The Sound of Young America is an independent production supported by listeners like you and me. If you'd like to donate to support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Live on tape from my house in Los Angeles, I'm Jesse Thorne, and this is The Sound of Young America from MaximumFun.org. Radio sweetheart, on the airways, it's the sound of It's the Sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. My guest is actor Adam Scott. He's one of the stars of the new Stars series, Party Down. Here he is on that show. New guy. I totally forgot your name. It's funny because uh, people usually remember it. Why is that? It's Scrotum Phillips. Ha. Ah. So do you act? Why well, look familiar? You do. Mm-hmm. And you smoke parliaments. Mm. Wait a minute. Were you the, were you that guy? Yes, I was. You were, you were totally that guy. That is bananas. I remember that. Yeah. I remember you. Yeah. What are you doing working here? Well, you remember me from anything else? It's the Sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. My guest on the program, actor Adam Scott, has been seen uh, oh, in many, many different roles over the past uh, 10 or 15 years, from uh, Hellraiser 4 to Boy Meets World, and uh, recently as the antagonist in the uh, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley film Step Brothers, and uh, currently on uh, the Stars original series Party Down. Adam, welcome to The Sound of Young America. It's great to have you. Thank you, sir. This is great. Thanks for having me. Is it great already? It is. Well, I'm just I'm speaking purely <laughs> about this couch. Okay. I love this couch. Um, well, I want to start with Santa Cruz because you are a, a Santa Cruz, California native. Yeah. Um, Santa Cruz, a subject close to my heart because uh, that's where I went to college and this yeah. show started. It boggles my mind that people are born in Santa Cruz. Really? So, yeah, in, a, in an interesting way. It just doesn't seem like a place to you that people would there actually are, grow up. There are there are places, there are two kinds of people that I can imagine, in, three kinds of people in Santa Cruz. Okay. One is a, a mountain person who hasn't yet moved further out. Right. Um, like a real mountain man type. With lots of crazy lefty ideas. No, this is just a regular mountain person. Oh, okay. all right, all right. Like a logger or something like that. That sure. hasn't, that should be in Felton or Bonnie Dune. Sure. Neighboring towns. Uh, two is a student at the University of California, Santa Cruz. Yes. Or, a, or a former student at the University of California, Santa Cruz who stuck yes. around. And three is a hippie who came from somewhere else to a hippie place. Right, right, right. So what is it like to be a native of this beautiful beach uh, hippie community? Well, you know, it, it's a very, it was a very normal upbringing. I mean, I th- maybe it would be outlandish for someone somewhere, but it was... Pre- I mean, my parents were maybe a little hippie-ish at one point, like in the 70s, but not... I mean, they were both teachers and... Um, you know, we're all pretty liberal, you know, atheists, um, but nothing, it's not like the Phoenix family. You'd always hear stories about them, like (laughs) traveling around together in a bus and not eating meat. It wasn't like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there are certain things about it that are kind of hilarious, you know? 
It's a really, um, I would say, spectacularly pleasant place. It's very pleasant, very relaxed. It's very easy to settle in to yeah. Santa Cruz because it's the the weather's beautiful. It's beautiful yeah. there. Everyone's very nice to you. Yeah. Was it difficult to think of something outside of Santa Cruz for that reason? I kind of came to the conclusion recently that if I hadn't packed up and left when I was 18, fresh out of high school, when I was just convinced that I could go be a superstar, um, if I didn't do it right then when I was young and dumb enough to actually think I could do that, then I never would have left because it is very pleasant and it would be wonderful to live up there. A lot of people in Santa Cruz, their vision, their big dreams tend to revolve around a level, like an extraordinary level of kindness in bud. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. Between <laughs> between years at school, I went back and delivered pizza and uh, and the pizza place. You remember Pizza My Heart? Sure. They delivered pizza, uh, movies, and Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> and... <laughs> the fourth component of that triumvirate um, uh, usually was marijuana at the person's house I was delivering it to. It was like Cheech and Chong, Cherry Garcia ice cream, and like three calzones and a pizza. It was, it was usually <laughs> delivering the pizza to people. You have this extraordinarily long resume and a lot of credits, including right at the beginning of your career, but they're also mostly small credits to what extent when yeah. you were um fresh out of acting school were you supporting yourself as an actor it happened fairly quickly i mean to, to a very small degree i mean i i certainly was getting help from my folks and my grandmother and stuff but you know i i my first job out of school happened kind of quickly it was a guest spot on a pilot pilot for some mtv show you know and then and I kind of did guest spots and stuff and just kind of bounced around little independent movies that you would never hear of again, you know, that would just, you know, you would go to North Carolina and shoot for three weeks and then you would never hear from these people again, you know, just stuff like that. Like little, I just kind of was plugging away and, and, you know, it was like seven years before I got a part that actually made any sort of a difference. If I knew that it would take till 2009 when I was actually being invited to like go on a radio show and talk about myself I, I probably would have moved back home a long time ago but it just kind of shifted the struggle started happening at a different level is basically what what, what happened what was the movie it was uh high crimes a Morgan Freeman Ashley Judd movie sure and it was just a total deadly fluke. game of cat and mouse, if I'm there, not mistaken. Yes, with Jim Caviezel <laughs> being the uh, the cat. You had this big, wonderful part in Step Brothers, in which you are so spectacularly and hilariously unpleasant, yeah. unctuous. I guess might be the <laughs> sure, appropriate sure. adjective. What's up, man? You're not gonna come down and say hi to me. What's up with that? Dude? Hi, Derek. Oh, calm down, man. I'm just joking. Wow, you guys, I really like your guys' setup up here. What is your problem, man? My problem? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't have a problem, uh, Dale. Actually, I have the opposite of a problem. I made over 550k last year. How much did you make? It's not about money. No, it's not about money. Well, for me, it's a little bit about money, and I made that much money last year. I am the VP of the biggest executive helicopter leasing company on the Western Seaboard. Okay, I haven't had a carb since 2004. 
had you been cast as uh, an unbelievably unctuous guy before, like a dark-haired Chevy Chase kind of thing? You no, know, a couple of times I had got a part in a movie called Torque. Did you ever see Torque? You know, a friend of mine, <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, uh, did visual effects on Torque. Oh, and, really? And emailed me, uh, "Hey, uh, tell him he was great in Torque." Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I love Torque. <laughs> Torque is ridiculous, but I love it because it knows it's ridiculous, and and I I feel like it, people didn't quite get it at the time that it knew how ridiculous it was. It's actually kind of a funny movie. It's about motorcycles. It's Sure, Ice Cube movie about ice motorcycles. Ice Cube movie about motorcycles. Nothing says motorcycles like Ice Cube. <laughs> like Ice Cube and leather. <laughs> um, so I played kind of an a-hole in that, and then I did another bit in Art School Confidential, Terry Zweigoff's movie, where I was an a-hole. Um, but never anything where it really kind of took hold and, and took off. And then I got the part in Step Brothers, which was like those a-holes times a million those guys wrote this role of just like the worst person ever and uh and and so it was it was super fun you know is that like a muscle you have to exercise yeah that kind of i mean in a way i guess it's like closing the book on the a-hole for me like <laughs> but now i've really done it like i got that one out because you can't go any further than that i don't think well you could take it to real life as, as say a rob Lowe has been accused of doing I guess so. Has he been accused of being a big a-hole? I think he has been accused of it. I yeah. don't know if he If is. it's true or not. Yeah. I enjoy him watching him do it on television or on, on a film screen. I'll you know you what that. was on recently that I saw was Bad Influence. Remember that movie with he and James Spader? <laughs> yeah, that's a, quite a cast. We're like, we're like Rob Lowe's the badass. <laughs> like Spader's in a bad situation and Rob Lowe comes in and breaks a bottle and scares the big guy off. It's ridiculous. So, returning to the question, which is, how do you prepare yourself to crank that level of unpleasantness up to 10? Uh, again, Adam McCann, Wolf Ferrell wrote this character, and John Riley as well wrote this character. And what they had written was great. And so I would just do that. And I was so kind of nervous at first to be working with these guys because, you know, they do a lot of improvisation and they just were encouraged, just like, Go further, just be more horrible. And so we would just try. It was like no turning back. It's just try to be as terrible a person as you can. And uh, and then they'll just cut together whatever works, you know. And so we just went for everything, like what the worst, the worst things you could think of. Just say them. It's The Sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. My guest is the actor Adam Scott. He's one of the stars of the new Stars series, Party Down. We'll have more with Adam in just a minute. Production of The Sound of Young America is supported in part by Ask Metafilter. Thousands of life's little questions answered. Online at ask.metafilter.com. The Sound of Young America is live in Portland for the Bridgetown Comedy Festival this month. The show's April 25th at 4 p.m. at the Baghdad Theater in Portland. Come see comedy from the third floor and Reggie Watts, music from Blitz and Trapper and Mira, and interviews with comics writer Brian Michael Bendis and comic Nick Kroll, one of the stars of Arrested Development creator Mitch Hurwitz's new series, Sit Down and Shut Up. You can find more information, including information about the Monsters of Podcasting show the next night, online at the live page of MaximumFun.org. And if you're in Seattle, don't miss the Monsters of Podcasting there Thursday the 23rd. Just visit MaximumFun.org and click on Live. 
It's The Sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. My guest, the actor Adam Scott, is the star of the new Stars television series, Party Down. So what are you, uh, an actor or something? Was. I quit. You quit? Yeah, seemed like the only dignified thing to do, you know? Boy, if you think there's anything dignified about quitting... Well, the undignified part comes when I move back in with my parents. Mind if I give you a little advice? Sure. When I used to feel like quitting, my father would say this. Jim Abbott. Great, man. That's the advice. Yeah. Jim Abbott. Jim Abbott was born with one hand, okay? He went on to pitch in the majors. You should tell him about Oscar Pretorius. Sprinter, yeah. no legs. Maybe you've heard of Max Cleland, by Yes, chance? didn't let being a multiple amputee stop him from being a U.S. senator. Of course I disagreed with his politics. Me too, but, you know, he didn't quit. That's the point yeah. I'm trying to make. Sure, and I've got all my parts. Right. See, it's a choice. I mean, you can choose to be a victim, or you can choose to achieve your goals. Yep. Freedom of choice, That's my right. friend. That is what makes this country so great. Your new show, Party Down, I know um, one of the creators, Rob Thomas, who also created Veronica Mars, was on The Sound of Young America uh, right when Veronica Mars was ending. It was oh, still great. up in the air, I think. Uh-huh. And he, in passing, mentioned the show as a project he was working on. That uh-huh. was two or three years ago, I yeah, guess. Yeah, two years ago. And it's also a show created by a bunch of people that seem like they've known each other for a really mm-hmm. long time. I was, I was interested to hear that you... Um, that you knew Paul Rudd 15 years ago or yeah. something like that. How did you get to know these these people? Well, Paul and I went to the same school, into the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, but he had graduated when I started, but we kind of knew some of the same people. So we kind of vaguely knew each other for a couple of years and then started, we did a play together when I graduated. So we just became fast friends. And so we've been buddies for a long time. And then I was actually with Paul in a bar in uh, Austin, Texas, in 1997 and we were because he was shooting something in Houston and we were there just drinking and Rob Thomas came up because he recognized Paul from something and so we just started hanging out and just like getting drunk together and at the time Rob was just a teacher in in Austin he was a school uh, high school teacher and so we started hanging out at his house and watching Space Ghost coast to coast because Rob was writing for them or something some weird thing and then a couple of years later, Rob moved to Hollywood and just immediately became a giant sensation. And then, yeah, two years ago, they uh, we shot Party Down at Rob's house just for the hell of it. But yeah, we've all been buddies for, I guess, with 15 years or so. The main part in the show, which is your part, is a character who is a... A failed actor, a guy whose yeah. who, whose greatest success in acting was just to be in one iconic advertisement, and so yeah. his acting career amounts to people shouting a catchphrase at him. Yeah, and it was a part that that main part originally was going to be Paul Rudd's part before yeah. he, you know, he went and became went from being uh, that guy from Friends to being uh, that guy from you know Knocked Up and everything. Yeah. Did you ever look at your uh, contemporaries' careers that were taking off? I mean, Paul Rudd had that great run on Friends 10 years ago or something yeah. like that. And wonder if you were going to be a failed actor when you were 38? Yeah, totally. I, I Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's something you have to uh, consider because <laughs> it's, you know, there's no net. It's like there's no, there's no guarantees and being an actor it's kind of tough you know it's a tough way it's a tough occupation to choose um you know luckily i've been able to keep busy but you know you never know i mean for me i you know i always kind of the gradation i use is when is it 
you know, I, I think that I'll be a success when, if I ever say I'm going to quit, will anyone beg me not to? And I still don't think I'm, I'm there at all. I mean, I'm sure like my agent would be like, wait, what are you talking about? And my wife would be like, no, 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 you can't do it. But as far as like a public outcry, <laughs> I, I think that's when you're a success. And, 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 I, and I feel I see friends of mine who are actually getting to the place where if they quit acting, I feel like there would be a, a lot of people that would be really sad about it. Um, I don't, I don't think, um, I'm at that place at all. The only place it would be person that would really be sad is maybe me. Um, so yeah, so the, the party down character is really kind of a nightmare scenario for myself. Um, just kind of like the, where's the beef lady or the Verizon guy or the Dell guy. Um, what, where does that guy go when he quits? He goes and works at a catering company. That's kind of where, that's kind of launching point. Hey, are we having fun yet? Dude, that's why I know you. You're that guy. Hey, are we having fun yet? Right? From those beer commercials. That is awesome. Are we having fun yet? Remember? That's actually the guy. See? I knew you were someone. All right, come on, let's hear it. Hey. Yes? I'd rather not. Are we having fun yet? You have this sort of central emotional r role in the show, and the universe of uh, people that revolve around you in this catering company is this real murderer's row of hilarious, uh, yeah. hilarious people. Uh, do you find yourself surprised by uh, things that your fellow cast members? say and do in, yes. a, in a positive way on the set oh yeah i mean jane lynch is i mean first of all ken marino is just a comic genius he's uh he's one i mean everyone everyone in comedy knows who ken marino is but he I, was he was originally on on the state on the mtv state, and yeah. and later more recently folks might uh might remember him from David Wayne's movie Role Models, uh, Ro Role Models or, they, or they might which, remember which, from Veronica Mars, where he had a, a great rec recurring part. Sure, and uh, and Ken co-wrote Role Models as well. There he's you go. A, and a terrific movie called Diggers that he wrote. I mean, Ken is just—he's uh, kind of the comic heart of the of the show. But also, we have Jane Lynch, incredible, um, just the sweetest and so funny. Um, and uh, Martin Starr from Freaks and Geeks and Knocked Up. Just, I mean, that guy, um, it's impossible to do a scene with him because he's just insane. Um, <laughs> and luckily, you know, we're on stars, so it's rated, we, we can be as rated R as we want. So someone like Martin doesn't go to waste because most of what he says is disgusting. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good to know because he's going to be on the program later. Is he really? Yeah. When's he going to be on? This very same show. Fantastic. <laughs> um, and then Lizzie Kaplan is hilarious. And uh, Ryan Hansen, who is on Veronica Mars, who I, I call the secret weapon of the show. Because he's like the guy in the we have in the back pocket who just scores every time he opens his mouth. Constance, how big would a bird have to be for you to be like super scared of it? I don't know, like 100 feet? Maybe 200? Exist. I don't know. You know, I'm sorry, Kyle. I, I can't think straight right now. And that's such a good question. But I am so mad. I just overheard one of those fascists make a gay joke, and I'm, I'm, I'm just beside myself. 
An intolerance blows. Whoa, what are we doing here? I am going to spit on all the appetizers because I can't remember which ones he was eating. No, you know what? There's other things we can do than spit. Like what? I love spitting. I know, but if you just point them out to me, I will take care of it. You just signed on for this big, uh, real romantic comedy yeah. uh, main guy part in, in a real movie. What, which is not to say that you haven't played in real movies before, <laughs> but uh, this is a, a real mainstream, regular kind of movie in a in a real main part in a real regular movie. Do you do you imagine <laughs> like one that'll like be at the multiplex, charming people? Yeah, left and just and right. like your aunt'll see for no <laughs> totally. reason. <laughs> totally. Um, and I wonder, like, do you have a picture for what your career might be, especially if you're, you know. Paul Rudd gets to do this thing right now, but there's not a lot of people who get to do that thing that Paul Rudd's getting to do right now. Do right. you have like an? Do you have a vision of what your career is? I don't. I mean, I, I've always kind of just, I don't know, in a way, taken whatever came my way and followed whatever what, whatever path happened to unfold in front of me. I, I've, I've never been in a place where I get to pick and choose too much. So, you know, I just more and more just try and find stuff that I, I think I could add something to, something that I could bring something to that no one else could. I don't know. I'm just trying to find stuff that, that I could be good in. I don't want to go do stuff where I'm going to be terrible because <laughs> there, there's a lot of things I could do where I would really strike out. So I'm just trying to avoid doing those. <laughs> Example? Um, I would never be good in a... Um, like a Kira Knightley costume drama. <laughs> I would never, ever, ever be able to be good in that. I'm trying to imagine your half-bearded face yeah. in that right now. I can't do that. And Handsome though you may be. I can't watch those, and I can't... I'm sure I couldn't be in them. So so nothing with like a Jodhpur. No Jodhpurs no for you. No Jodhpurs. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but I don't want anything to do with it. Well, Adam, thank you so much for being on The Sound of Young America. It was great to have you. Thank you. Adam Scott is one of the stars of the uh, brand new Stars television series. Uh, Now, he is one of the stars with an S. Uh, of the new Stars with a Z television program, Party Down. Thanks again, Adam. Thank you. Another Sound of Young America program passes into the annals of history. I've been your host, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. The show produced by Speaking Into Microphones, our theme music written and performed by Dan Grayson, with help from myself. Interstitial music provided by Dan Wally. Our editor is Nick White. Our intern is Brian Fernandez. Our 2009 pledge drive, that's right, we only do it once a year, is starting in May. So get ready to donate if you're not already a donor. And if you are already a donor, get ready to think about upping your donation. You can always visit us online at MaximumFun.org. If you have thoughts about the show, you can email me at jesse at MaximumFun.org. And we'll see you next time right here on The Sound of Young America.